Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we're going to talk to you about kinesiology taping in the more advanced methodology. Because although you must start with the basics, it's amazing how much you can do with it once you get the hang of it. And a lot of this comes from just observation. You watch how the horse moves, and then trial and error. You say, hey, let's put the tape on like this and see if it makes a difference. Because one thing's cool about working with the horses is when you put tape on them, it makes a difference really fast. And we happened to be out at the horse the other day, and uh, we'd been seeing this horse for a month or two, and uh, this time we decided to meet with the veterinarian because he wanted to go over. He wanted to watch us evaluate the horse. He wanted to watch us adjust the horse. And then he wanted to see what he could add to make it better because he didn't want to just inject the horse. He wanted to try to find out exactly what else could be done to help out. And so we, Wendy and I actually adjusted the horse, evaluated it, adjusted it, and then we took it out and put it on a lunge line to watch it move. And this is when we started to discover biomechanically what we could do with this horse. And one of the things that immediately came to our attention was that there was a disconnect between the head and the hind end and that the horse was not engaging, which many of you horse people will understand quickly what I mean, and if you're more in the canine world, it shows up in just not being able to be rear wheel driven and move from the back as they're designed to do. And there was a lot of head tossing and there was a lot of obvious reluctance to move forward. And we discussed the fact that there was a change when a Pessoa rig, when there was invitation to move from behind. So we got the idea that let's take the kinesiology tape and literally create a band so that the horse's awareness was increased from its hips all the way around under the tail to the other hip and informing the brain that the back was there. And for those of you that might not know what a Pessoa rig is, because not everyone knows what a Pessoa rig is, but a Pessoa rig is basically a band that goes from uh, something that's placed around the barrel or the chest of a horse, and then it has a band that goes around the back, underneath the back of the legs of the horse, so it goes around behind it and under the back legs, and it helps engage the hind end. It helps keep, basically it teaches the horse to engage its abdominal muscles, so it tucks its butt under a little bit and gives it a little bit of resistance when it when the leg goes back. So that's basically what the Pessoa rig is, is for. It, it, it connects the hind end with the brain of the horse. And tape, you know, does the same thing. Basically tape talks to the brain. That's what it does. It informs it informs the brain that, hey, we're back here. And so when we watched this horse go and we, we talked with 
the person, the trainer who was working on the horse, and he was describing how the horse wouldn't engage its hind end properly, or or sometimes the front end is real smooth and the back end feels like a washing machine. So the two pieces aren't connected. And this is probably one of the most common things that we hear when we get in, when we get invited to come see a horse is the front and back end just seem disconnected. And so Wendy came up with this wonderful idea, Yay. and she took that tape and attached it from basically the tuber coxi on one side, ran it back around the the back legs, you know, under under the hamstrings, and back to the tuber coxi on the other side. And then we lunged this horse, and immediately, and I mean absolutely immediately, you can see that horse starting to gauge its hind end and connecting the front end to the back end. And the other interesting thing about using tape to create a change in motion, to create a change in awareness, is you see what works and what doesn't. You see which part starts moving correctly and which part might need intervention of a different sort. So it's equally important when you get the results you are looking for and when you don't. And to be able to say, well then, perhaps I want to connect the pole as well. Perhaps I want to start making use of the fascial chains that have been discovered in equine and canine that are connecting the pole to the hind leg. There's so many ways when you have the awareness of the how to do it, meaning that you understand not to stretch the tape, but to stretch the body part that you understand how to apply it by rounding the edges for longevity, that you understand that the area that you're trying to affect the most needs to be in the center of your taping practice. So the basics have to be done first before you begin to use it for more creative purposes. And yeah, we've come up with quite a few creative purposes in both the equine and the canine uh, population. And, and just one more note on that case study. And this is something that we were talking with the trainer and the vet. And yeah, I think even the vet suggested this. He said, why don't you leave that tape on and then ride that horse today with that tape on? And this is, I think, is a really important point is working that horse with that tape on. So it's teaching it to engage itself, not just on a lunge line, but while the rider is giving it direction and having it go through different maneuvers. So it learns to engage that hind end properly. Well, yesterday may have been one of my most, that's not correct English. I was going to say my most favorite, but nevertheless. Yesterday was an amazing opportunity to introduce a client of ours to taping with an absolutely magnificent animal and pleasure to work on and exceptionally sore. And the soreness, there was, a, there was a lot of good reason for the soreness. There was a lot of recovery from a, a surgery, uh, horses coming back. But the way it had adapted to the different movement patterns because of a, an injury, it, it had started to create, and I'm sure the humans out there who are listening to this understand what it feels like to have aches and pains in your shoulders because you've had tension in your foot or it's a lot of princess and the pea stuff you know you have something that's been um, 
you know, you stub your toe and you get a headache. Everything is connected. So we saw where this horse was barely able to be touched with fingertip over the pelvis. Yeah, it was drop down sore. I mean, I mean, you could just about drop it to the ground with just medium finger pressure over the SI joints. Right. And it was a big muscular animal that, you know, it was, it was surprising to see how incredibly sensitive it was. And it was bilateral, although much worse on one side than the other, and across the whole top that connected the sacrum on one side to the sacrum on the other side. So this was just a big hind end pain in the butt. Ha ha ha. Anyway, um, so, and there's a video of this um, on our Equiline. I just posted it this morning because it was so cool. To, before you can do anything else, you must relieve the experience of discomfort because during pain, you're gonna have adaptation. So I said, well, let's do this differently. Let's address both sides and then connect them together. And um, amazing tenderness, did a pain taping that covered the large tuber cocci area and put an X through it as you do with pain taping did it on the opposite side and then across. It was actually even more sore at the top of the sacrum when I was done because it had forced all that adaptation into one spot, connected the two, and there was no pain. There was no pain anywhere, or there was no, let's put it this way, there was no reactivity to touch anywhere, anywhere. It was amazing. It was. It, it was a great thing to watch, and it's great when you have the clients there watching that because they get to see that miracle happen as well, and it's, it's a very impressive thing to do, uh, it, and it's so much fun to, to see the excitement that they get and to see the horse standing there licking and chewing and its eyes closing like it almost wants to fall asleep because it's finally so comfortable. Someone finally listened to it and understood where its pain was coming from and how to deal with it. And the best is the only question you hear during the procedure is, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> and, you know, we, we believe and the science suggests that it's because we are affecting the mechanoreceptors in the hair follicle. And we love research and we love science and we will do our best not to say anything that doesn't have research behind it. And yet, we learn something new every day. And it still looks like magic to us. And it still looks like magic, <laughs> and yeah, we're years And magic it, is and fun. It's, magic is good, you know. Uh, practical magic, as we say. And it's equally impressive, you know, in, in the canines. You know, we, we've seen it, and I have, I can't even tell you how many videos since we have many dogs and they get into many little tragic situations and even post-surgically. I couldn't pet my German Shepherd, could not pet her because she flinched away because the sensitivity was so great after having, you know, uh, close to 100 stitches. And now I, there's no tenderness at all, none. And it required a few different techniques. 
You know, at first it required pain technique, and then it required inflammatory, um, creating fingers and changing fluid dynamic techniques, and then it required reconnection, awareness, proprioceptive techniques. The beauty is when you do other things that are invasive, you can never undo them. With taping, you get what you get in the moment or over a few days, and when you take it off, that's it. You know, you don't have consequence of having put it on. Yeah. You have to have progress in your process. So you got to keep doing different things. Uh, when something's not working right, then, you know, one thing about tape, you just pull it off and you try something new. And we've learned that over and over again, where sometimes, hey, that didn't work. What can we do differently? Watch the animal move. Watch the biomechanics and figure out, okay, if it's moving in this way, what tape can I put on that might change that process for the better? Right. And if it changes it for the worse, that's okay. Take it off and don't rip it off slowly, gently, tractioning the hair in the opposite direction as you begin and just floof it off and we say mess with it is our technical term. It's just that it teaches you that that wasn't the answer. You don't waste days or weeks or months investigating something when if that particular taping application gives you a change you didn't want, then do it differently, okay? Still, wonder, become amazed. That created, we had that happen at a horse show back when you were allowed to tape at a horse show, when we had the theory that if we taped from right front to left hind, the horse would engage his hind end better, and it was exactly the opposite. It could not have been more dysfunctional, like, oops, take that off, taped it the opposite way, and got the result we intended. So be kind to yourself when you begin to do this, learn from it, and understand the lesson that you are learning. And be aware of those biomechanics because that's really what it comes down to. You want to correct the biomechanics by informing the brain of where the body is. So it's proprioceptively correct. So the body learns how to adapt and then the musculature will develop accordingly. So glad you stayed. Uh, brought up that point, I actually had my finger in the air to make sure that I remembered that I find a lot with my canine clients that there's an expectation that just because they show an improvement immediately, that that's it. And the truth is that unless you continue moving correctly and build the muscular system to support that movement, it will be a short-term, not a long-term correction. The work has to be done by the human, canine, equine, porcine, whoever you're taping. Once the tape tells you where the weakness is, where the issue is, how to connect it, then you have to move and you have to build strength and you have to build muscle memory. So it is a piece of the plan. It is not the plan. Always remember, you do what you do first. And then we do the fascia work, and then usually we end up doing the taping last. And then we step away, and they have to exercise, because that's the only way it's going to work. 
Thank you for joining us. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this has been the Irrequiline Podcast.